0: news as it happens when it happens wherever it happens local regional and global only on q95 the big station q95da.com right on Q.
1: this is the midday news for monday august 29 in the headlines Former Dominica National Youth Council President Paul Barron opines that young entrepreneurs are struggling for financing in Dominica, which can lead them to abandon their goals to launch their own businesses. Antigua's Information Minister Melford Nicholas says government plans to expand Liat 1974 Limited by adding two fleets to the existing three planes after having scaled down operations two years ago. And wildfires, tornadoes, and flash floods grip parts of the U.S. Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves declared a state of emergency, and Jackson residents evacuate as dangerously high rivers threaten to flood streets and homes. The news is brought to you. Compliments, Courts Dominica Limited. Courts
2: Back to School Bogo is here for a limited time Thursday, 25th to Saturday, 27th August. Buy one item and get a second item at up to 50% off. And with Ready Finance, you can. Shop today with no cash. It's Mogo. Buy one, get one. Up to 50% off for three days only. Thursday 25th to Saturday 27th August. Only at Quartz. Conditions apply. See in-store for details. Quartz,
0: bringing value home.
1: Paul Barron, a former president of the Dominica National Youth Council, speaks about young people in business and finance. He points out that small island-developing states like Dominica, where the majority of the systems are still under significant construction, struggle with access to funds. Although the aid bank has publicly said that it has the resources, Barron adds that the necessary procedure is very difficult for new and inexperienced entrepreneurs to obtain.
2: We have to understand that most people tend to see Dominica as it is on the surface, but if you peer beneath our systems, financial systems, public systems, you'll recognize that these systems are still very underdeveloped. And access to financing is one such area that is standing out. And we we have heard the public pronouncements. We have known that monies are, in most cases are made available and placed at the aid bank. But the moment you go there, you can, if you wish, you can conduct a survey among the entrepreneurs. They will tell you the moment they sit in that chair and have a conversation with the underwriting officer who is in that case the loan officer, uh, all hope is lost. You know, by not being able to come up uh, with the specific requirements
1: according to baron it almost seems to be done deliberately to alienate those who are attempting to develop their ideas or are in need of financial support he observes that there is a lot of pressure placed on the people which can lead to irritation or even lead them to abandon their intentions to launch their own businesses
2: and and, and you know the level of frustration that can can creep in at that time might all mean that you walk away from your idea altogether so it really does call for a great degree of strength from our young entrepreneurs to want to go
1: further. Paul Barron, former president of the Dominica National Youth Council. During his appearance as a guest on the Global View on Q, attorney Gabriel Christian said that because Dominica has become a dictatorship, 90% of what happens there isn't normal. He emphasizes that they have contributed as members of the nonprofit rebuilt Rebuild Dominica, and he says that even if their names will be hidden in accordance of the fields and organizations they support, they continue to persevere.
3: Because of the dictatorship we've become, we are a very ugly country in human relations, too much crime, but we've not given up. But we cannot say what it is we're doing, because that's the country we've become, you see. And if our names are associated with certain things at like the schools, in the hospital, in the prisons, for instance, it will be blocked. But we do it anyway. We do it because we're not doing it for fame, for a medallion, a medal, for votes. We're doing it because it's the right thing to do. We have a nonprofit called Rebuild Dominica and we work in Dominica. And that's what we do. We work with young people. We help the hospital system. We help other sectors that, that I will not mention, and we do it out of love of country.
1: Christian argues that the abroad Dominicans should band together, deepen their commitment and take a solemn pledge of obligation to support the nation's growth.
3: So, so if you're not part of an organization, join one, because as individuals, we are incapable of making progress. It's only with social solidarity and a commitment to organisation that we can move the agenda forward. Um, it can't be Marvin um, Andrew alone, the distinguished judge. It can be Lennox Linton on his own. As individuals, we can do little. As a collective, committed as we've been talked about, kudme. As a com- as a collective, we can do much. And so, the Dominicans overseas, don't allow yourselves to be divided. So first of all, all of you all of us, let's show some commitment. And when I say commitment, not to idol, a graven image, a a group in power. No, let's be committed to community. Let's be committed to solidarity. Let's be committed to Kudmeh. Let's be committed to country. And what is required is one single word, duty. Let's all be seized by a solemn oath rooted in duty.
1: John Blanchard, treasurer of the Concerned Citizens Movement, CCM, asserted that we must recognize or embrace the facts that effective leadership is necessary for a country to advance. He added that ineffective leadership can result in immorality, corruption, poverty, and a host of other negative outcomes, as was indicated in the program's opinion segment.
4: We must admit or accept that... Leadership is very critical for a country's advancement, right? Um, Poor leadership, like the message said, can lead to things like immorality, corruption, poverty, unemployment. You know, just name it. The list can go on and on and on. Gideon in in the Bible, who had excellent leadership abilities on the battlefield, however, he failed miserably in leading his own family. And his home, so you see, leadership is not only at the workplace or in the governance of a country or in a club or whatever it is. Leadership has to have to follow you wherever you go in on in all spectrum spectrum of life. It has to be few, right? Now, that is what um that is what corruption does, you know.
1: According to Blanchard, an ungodly leader in a nation can cause spiritual corruption, a national catastrophe, and even death, especially when the people put their trust in that individual.
4: The action resulted in spiritual corruption, national disaster, and death. And that is what really happens when the leader of a country is ungodly, and um, particularly when people put their trust and confidence in that leader or you could say in that god with the small g as mrs van den puts it in in that god with the small g what that small g really means is that you are you have sidelined the almighty that is the god with the capital g you you have sidelined him and you have put your faith in that god with the small g and not just that you know you actually looked up or or you are looking on to that person. For success, you are looking up to that person for wealth so you can prosper, you can do things. But that will be short-lived because you are not looking up to the almighty God.
1: CCM Treasurer John Blanchard. For all intents and purposes, the watershed is the region of lands that receives water in the form of rain for Dominica because we don't receive snow or other forms of precipitation, according to Dr. Dave Lloyd, a member of the Waiatakubali Advocate for Viable Environment Wave. Dr. Lloyd went on to discuss the watershed's three main divisions. He was speaking on the Lifeline program hosted by Dr. Thompson Fontaine on Sunday.
5: The, the watershed, for all intents and purposes, is the area of land that receives water, right? Rainfall, in the case of Dominica, we don't get any snow and, and, and so on. And that watershed is for divided into about three major sections. You have the headwaters of the watershed, that's the deep forest. Um, in Dominica, that would be associated with the areas of higher elevation. Um, you know, we have this central um, peak or, or, or range of, of um, mountains, range of peaks, running almost center of the island. So this would be the, the head, headwaters. Then you have the the mid section, and in that you have most of our agriculture taking place. Um, In some cases, we have residential um, um, areas there as well. And then we have the lower section of the watershed, which is near the coast, near the marine space, and includes a lot of our roads and buildings and all these things um, where mostly we we, we, we live in, in, in Dominica. Now, the headwaters has that function to receive that water and a, a, a proper functioning water watershed would, um, you know, trap as much of that water as possible with the, the, the forest canopy, and um, cause that water to more or less infiltrate rather slowly into that system, and stores that that that, that water, right? It stores that water and releases it over time, and. Um, Acting in a way like a almost like a sponge, so it has two overall effects. In a sense, one is like the sponge to trap water, but also acting like a like a like a funnel.
1: Dr. Dave Lloyd, Prime Minister Roosevelt-Skerritt says there is a huge demand for housing in the Maho constituency and plans are being made to acquire some land in several locations, including Caneville and Hall. Government has lands in Warner in which housing will soon be built for residents of Campbell and Maho in particular. He spoke at a side visit at Caneville.
4: We're also working on the finalization of the implementation plan for the future housing project. Um, building homes for young people, young professionals in Dominica and um, we are targeting two sites um, in Warner and the other is in um, Cotton Hill in Portsmouth Um, and so you will see work started on this at some point firm commitment for this Um, those homes will be sold but they'll be sold at a highly discounted rate um, for the young Dominicans who have remained in our country um, to help build Dominica Um, So the the approach is to to assist them in in
5: owning a home.
1: Prime Minister Roosevelt-Skerritt. Minister responsible for Youth Development and Empowerment, Dr. Addis King, says Dominica could soon be enacting six family-related pieces of legislation. A few of them are Care and Adoption, Protection of Children, Maintenance of Children Bill, and the Domestic Violence Bill. She says they are being discussed at a cabinet level to prepare for taking it to Parliament. She was speaking with state-owned DBS Radio.
6: A few of them have already passed that level and we are still looking at them. The important thing is that when we make the decision to pass these laws, we need to know that it is responsive to our Dominican situation because you would have known that it was a harmonized bill. And of course, we have have our AG and our other legal minds working with us. So we'll be able to pass these bills very soon we do have laws in place and our objective here is really to make these laws more responsive to our dominican situation we have to review them carefully for example i will tell you Um, One of the things is the amount of time that um, child abuse cases takes at the level of the court. So some of these bills put in a deadline, a limit, a time limit on it. So um, we will get um, justice quickly. We will get court decisions in quicker time.
1: Meanwhile, Dr. King has announced plans to restructure the welfare department, including a name change.
6: As we speak, I can tell you that there was already enough work done within my ministry and we have had advice coming from CARICAD as well as other institutions and partners. And we have come up with a restructuring for the welfare department and we actually um, are looking at the changing the name to the services division social services division and um, some of the change you will have will will include having a director for social services as well as having several departments um, who are specialized in different areas so there will be child care protection area there will be an adoption area probation among others and one of the things that we are looking at after coming out from the JJRP program which is a program that we had with the OECS where we were um, talking about diversion of juvenile delinquents where we would actually work with children in trying to divert them rather for them to end up in the court systems, in prisons. We would actually have programs. One of these programs we have already started in partnership with um, the social center, which is photo from offending to achieving. And it has been very successful. So we will be having specialized areas within the welfare. We will need now fine-tuning it so we can have it when we implement it. It can be very, very clear, and it will be um, responsive, really, to the needs of our vulnerable here.
1: Dr. Addis King and coordinator of the health promotion unit, Roll Schillingford says data for the 10 leading causes of death was reviewed for the period 2017 to 2021, and it shows that stroke is the leading cause of death in Dominica. She was speaking during the launch of Caribbean Wellness Month. She listed them in descending order.
7: And that is a result of a number of things. High blood pressure and even the alcohol we drink and we drugs and how we eat and fat build up. So stroke is the number one. Heart disease. Diabetes. People are dying from diabetes. Then high blood pressure, number four. Acute respiratory infections, number five. Other things like anemia, obesity disorders, eye disease. Then number seven, we have prostate cancer, okay, and that's our men. Then we have heart disease, and then the final one is other communicable disease, things like leptospirosis and dengue and those types of things. Okay, so this is alarming. Majority of the conditions are the causes of death for Dominica is
1: NCDs. Coordinator of the Health Promotion Unit, Megan Roll Schlingford. Meanwhile, Health Minister Dr. Irvin McIntyre says everyone is needed to come on board to spread the message of combating NCDs on the island. He says to have a productive country, must we must have a healthy one.
8: We need the village groups. We need the church groups. We need the sports groups. We need all the different councils to come on board with us so that we can spread the message because we can do all of this but if the community is not with us we're not going to achieve anything so we have to get the message across to the community so they can be part of it there and that is the bigger picture we have because it's not just about your family that must be healthy it's your family your whole community your constituency and by extension the country on a whole because we need a productive country and to have a productive country we must have a healthy country we see so many times the complications of these chronic non-communicable diseases, whether it affects the vision, the diabetic retinopathy, and all the different amputations we get from diabetes, and the strokes, and the heart attacks, and the amount of sick days it's causing the country every now and then a sick leave here, and then somebody gets amputated, they might be the single breadwinner in the house, and they cannot provide anymore, or the diabetic retinopathy, and then the visual loss, and the complications is just too much for a small island development state, with limited resources. So with this money that we're spending on these things, these non-communicable diseases, we could be spending them on many other useful and valuable activities.
1: Dr. McIntyre stressed that positive dietary behavior and activity must be part of one's lifestyle. He said during the month of September, there will be many activities in the fight to decrease the NCDs in Dominica.
8: There will be many activities going on all over the country. We'll come to your fishing areas will come to the market, we will come to the shops, we will come to the blocks where you hang out, but we're going to be in your face, so brace yourself, be prepared, and we're coming to you, and we expect that you welcome us with open arms because we're bringing good news, and it's all in your interest, it's all in the interest of the country, that's where we're going to come to you. So just brace yourself, September month, we have lots of activities. We are urging you to just be part of those activities because we are already going to have a war on this chronic non-communicable disease. The war has started. We're not stopping here until we get some good figures and statistics as to how we're going to decrease chronic non-communicable disease in Dominica.
1: In other news this afternoon, the Antigua government says it is continuing to look into the possible expansion plans of Liat 1974 Limited to add a two fleets to the existing three planes. Liat scaled down operations two years ago during the height of the COVID 19 pandemic, causing hundreds of workers to be out of work. We look at the potential for the ongoing expansion of Liat. We are at that stage where Liat 1974 Limited has continued to operate. They are encumbered by a limited number of aircraft and the intention is to scale up the operations to ensure we can have at least two more aircrafts available on leases for the continuing operation, Information Minister Melford Nicholas said. Nicholas said it is unlikely that the new LIAT 2020 will take on those leases and make them available to LIAT 1974 until we complete the conversion. And severe weather continues in parts of the U.S. as rains bring up floods to Mississippi, tornadoes touch down in the Twin Cities and fires burn in the West. The Governor Tay Reed, has declared a state of emergency amid concerns that flooding could inundate part of the state's largest city. People in Jackson, Mississippi are being urged to evacuate as dangerously high rivers threaten to flood streets and homes. CBS News correspondent Carter Evans has more.
2: If you are capable of getting out now,
0: get out now, get out as soon as possible. URGENT WARNINGS AS THE PEARL RIVER NEAR JACKSON, MISSISSIPPI BEGINS TO OVERFLOW. PERSISTENT RAIN THIS PAST WEEK CAUSED THE RIVER TO RISE AND NOW AT LEAST 100 HOMES COULD FACE FLOODING.
1: WE WENT THROUGH THE FLOOD IN 2020. Uh, NEVER THOUGHT IT HAPPENED THIS QUICK.
0: Anitra and Mickey Holder lost their home in the last major flood two years ago and just finished rebuilding. Now they're worried they'll have to do it all over again.
1: Our whole home was flooded out. We had to have our whole house gutted inside out.
0: In Minnesota, gusts up to 85 miles per hour sent tree branches flying across streets and into buildings. Officials near the Twin Cities say four tornadoes briefly touched down over the weekend, causing a trail of destruction. In the west, the Brum Creek fire near Medford, Oregon, nearly doubled in size yesterday, growing to more than 10,000 acres. The fire is burning in a remote area, making it tough for firefighters to gain control.
7: Steep terrain, tall timber, heavy fuels, the river, there's a lot going on.
0: Crews are relying heavily on air support to fight the flames which have already destroyed several structures and forced hundreds to evacuate. Officials say 25-year-old firefighter Logan Taylor died while battling the blaze after being struck by a falling tree. For CBS Mornings, Carter Evans, Los Angeles.
1: And that's the Midday News, but first a recap of our headlines. Former Dominica National Youth Council President Paul Barron opines that young entrepreneurs are struggling for financing in Dominica. Antigua's information minister says government plans to expand Liat 1974 Limited and wildfires, tornadoes, and flash floods grip parts of the U.S. Mississippi Governor Tay Reids declared a state of emergency and Jackson residents evacuate as dangerously high rivers threaten to flood streets and homes. The news is brought to you compliments Court's Dominica Limited. I have been your presenter, Kimberly Benjamin.
0: News as it happens.